the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and wow, Noah, it's Friday. The beginning of a wonderful weekend. How you doing, my friend? Good. Ready for the holiday weekend, long holiday weekend. Just going to remember those that have fallen, that uh, gave their lives for this great country, and have some relaxation. Well, this is one of my most favorite holidays, and I like them all, but um, this is uh, truly special to me because I, I did serve for 23 years <laughs> one month and 26 days. In but who's counting, States. right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and uh, I have witnessed the ultimate sacrifice of a lot of uh, my fellow uh, soldiers and sailors. And, uh, you know, we have to always remember our fallen heroes. But most important, I believe that we have to remember the heroes that are out there serving today. And uh, uh, many people that have never served, they do not understand the importance of Memorial Day. And so um, we got a long weekend and I'm excited about this and uh, I'm excited to be talking to you, my great producer. Yeah, it's good to hear you. I know you'll be back here shortly, a little over a week, but uh, this is going to be an interesting show, finding out more about the man, James Cooley. <laughs> You know, I'm a little nervous, man. I don't know what you guys going to ask me. Uh, and I don't know what the uh, our listening audience is going to ask me. But, you know, I'm straight up. I'm, I'm going to answer it. And, uh, you know, I'm in Michelle. I mean, she's sitting over here looking at me right now. And she's trying to get me nervous, Noah. She's trying to get me nervous. I am not trying to get you nervous. I'm excited. You are the interviewee. And I and the guest show contributor are the interviewer, so you're the interviewee tonight. Now, Billy Harper is a guest uh, show contributor, and you know what, Noah, this is my best buddy in the world for over 50-something years. Oh, wow, you guys go way back. <laughs> oh, man. We, we go back to uh, when, when, uh, when Moby Dick was a guppy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh man he is such a fantastic guy man and there is no better best friend to have than billy hopper but i got a lot of great great friends uh i got my best buddy uh uh charles d man gore you don't you don't talk to d man uh charles gore many times on uh, with the Hawks organization. Yeah, he's called into the and, show a few times. Oh, yeah, a few times. And he's listening. He's probably going to call in. I got a lot of my high school uh, uh, schoolmates and college schoolmates and military Your new friend, Barry Shore. And Barry Shore. Uh, I mean, I, it's just great. And But, but no, before we get to start started, I want to say, man, that uh, we started to get a lot of entries uh, last minute entries huh, for that legacy contest yes and we narrowed it down uh to three uh and uh i want to announce those three tonight because uh, uh they're going to be on the show exciting uh, man very June. exciting and I, I want michelle to just announce the the three finalists and uh and i i know my main man rob lucy is listening to the show tonight and uh, rob man I, I look forward to uh having you on next week and uh it's going to be great and uh, noah thank you so much for all the inputs that uh 
that you did. But share who are the three finalists uh, that will be uh, finalists in uh, in winning this great contest? Yes, the three finalists are Mr. Bud Hendrickson. Cami Qualls and Jimmy Lee C. Wow. You know, so, but uh, it's just like I said, it was tough narrowing it down to three, my friend. And and thanks so much for all the input that uh, you provided. And uh, it's going to be great, man. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it again. This is a connection I made late last year. And Rob Lucy's a tremendous in- individual and really knows what it is about the true meaning of legacy. We're not talking about material things that you pass down. We're talking about stories and memories and, and things you experience with family that can impact the next generation. So this, is, this has been good, and I'm glad that we have three finalists and excited to hear their stories. Yeah, and so uh, I want to introduce uh, my very, 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 very best buddy in the world, Billy Hopper. I know that he's he's in Atlanta, and uh, I think they got thunderstorms and all this type of stuff going on. But Billy, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you guys hear me? Absolutely. You got him clear, Noah, right? He sounds spectacular, so we're ready to go. <laughs> How you doing, Billy? How you doing, man? I am doing well. I tell you, it is a pleasure to be on the show, and I really do appreciate you guys allowing me to um, have this opportunity. Well, you know, I, I'm going to tell you, Billy, that uh, it's an absolute pleasure uh, having you on the show. You know, you you my you 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 neck to the heartbeat. <laughs> Billy, we're ready for all the interesting stories, man. Oh, man, I hope we don't share too many of them. <laughs> and uh, Noah, man, you know, I'm just... Um, Excited, man, because I got some great news, and uh, I shared that with you. And you uh, did, and I'm, I'm excited to finally. Uh, get, I had to sit on it for a day. <laughs> oh man! And then uh, we got um, okay. The, the great news, Noah. You can tell them about it, man. Sure. This is this is yes, your deal, yeah. man. Yes, but uh, I'm, I'm speechless. Well, I was pretty impressed when you told me last night and again i had to sit on this couldn't bring it up during the show (laughs) that because we had a whole nother show planned but your audio book has not only been picked up for distribution but we're talking worldwide release that's incredible james man i'm very proud of you 40 platforms billy 40 platforms as of today and 10 pendant uh, uh, and uh, I God am well shocked. Done, my friend. And uh, you know we're gonna uh, start uh, advertising this, and uh, but um, it, it doesn't go on sale for at least two to three weeks. But uh, you, you know, Noah, I gotta do a couple of commercials and let everybody listen to a little bit of it. And you know, and Michelle, I mean, it's just we just excited, right? Yes, we are very excited and very proud. Very proud. <laughs> very very proud. And I will share this with you. I always brag to all of my co-colleagues about you and, you know, the success that you've had and the book that you've released. And now with your audio book coming out, uh, they're very, very excited about uh, getting a chance to um, get a piece of this. So uh, I have been uh, spreading the word. And um, so uh, as soon as it is released, I'll make sure that um, they do get a copy. Well, it's on every major platform in the world. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. And uh, I'm, I'm just shocked, man. I was thinking if, if one picked me up, I would be happy. <laughs> you know, but I, but I want to get to the show uh, tonight. And, um, you know, just like I said, uh, Michelle, my great producer, and you, Billy, and uh, a lot of my friends talked me into uh, – doing this and uh, giving our listening audience a better understanding of who I am and the person. Uh, and uh, Michelle, can you tell our listening audience about the show? And if you want to be part of the conversation again, that's one 1170 Yes. The title of the show is A Better Understanding of James Cooley, The Person. And the purpose of the show is to get to know who James Cooley and how his upbringing has influenced him in life, to learn about his experience in the Navy and how it shaped his life, to learn about his nonprofit foundation, the J.C. Cooley Foundation, to learn about his philosophies stated in his book, and to learn the mission and goals are for the James Cooley show, It's Your Life. Okay, can you uh, just uh, uh, tell uh 
our listening audience a little bit about uh, our guest co-host because we're going to have to take a station break and you can come back and tell them a little bit about me in a minute. But tell them about Billy a little bit. Billy Harper, um, basically, in the personal person, he said, I was six years old when I cut my teeth, my eye teeth, that is, for hard work at Miss Jones Grocery in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I develop a sense of hustle, witnessing my father carve out a niche from nothing to feed a family of eight and how a hard day's work can turn into a Harper's Harvest by my mother in the kitchen. It was 1979 when I left in my little red Vega, not to be confused with a little red Corvette, for college to attend DeVry University in Atlanta, where what I had learned and what was instilled in me and my natural survivor skills would be put to the test. Fast forward to 2021. It was during a recent phone call from a former co-worker who's proud to tell his story of financial freedom when I was reminded that my passion for finance had become a way of life. He had paid off the mortgage on he and his family's home. He needed that when I spoke to him many years ago about how he could pay his mortgage off early, he was skeptical. But he was the first person that he knew that he knew that would understand what was meant for him and his family's future. Today, he's a certified catastrophe insurance claims adjuster and a claims examiner for a government agency. He's a father, a husband, father of two, a papa to one, and tomorrow will be a retiree at 100% of his projected retirement financial goals. Billy Harper. You know, uh, we're going to take a station break, but I wanted everybody to know who my best buddy on record is. We're going to take a station break and then... Uh, we gonna come back and I'm gonna let uh, Michelle, Billy, Noah, and all our, our callers agree on me. It's your life from James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and, uh, you know, just like I I said, uh, tonight's show is... uh, and Michelle, tell them what's tonight's show is, because I don't want to say it, but just just tell them, Michelle, what what is it? Tonight's show is a better understanding of James Cooley, the person. <laughs> if you want to call in and uh, be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. As as soon as she finished my bio, they taking the mic from me, and I'm just gonna sit back and be a guest. So, Michelle, I'm passing it to you and Billy and and Noah. Thank you, James Cooley. A devout Christian and a retired Navy officer, 23 years, was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He's a certified Naval Junior ROTC Senior Military Science Instructor, certified at the collegiate and high school levels. He was also the host, writer, director, and producer of Cooley Fitness Tips, a television show broadcasted to over 1 million viewers. He was presented with a 1992 Senior Enlisted Admirals Gallery and Ranking Award of Merit for the Cooley Fitness Show Breakfast Tutoring Program. 
program for underprivileged and academically at-risk students, the first of its kind in the United States of America. James was selected as one of George H. Bush's 1,000 Points of Light recipients for outstanding community service. He is the president and CEO of J.C. Cooley Innovation Solutions, LLC, and also the CEO and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation, Options and Opportunities, the Choice Program. His goals are to establish partnerships with schools, churches, clubs, business communities, and other community outreach centers to teach youth the philosophies of the four C's, create, collaborate, commit with confidence. These principles lead to building character. James was a recipient of the ABC News Channel 10 Salute to San Diego Military Terry Heroes Award for April 2015. He's an active member of the Temecula Rotary Club since 2016, a Temecula Valley Chamber of Commerce ambassador member, and a candidate for Temecula City Council mayor for 2014 and 2016 election years. James is the host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. He's the author of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, an audiobook narrated by James Cooley, The Book of Knowledge, Your Pathway to Enlightenment, My Path. He is a doctoral student at Concordia University, graduated from Central Michigan University, Master's of Public Administration, graduated from University of Notre Dame, Master's Certificates, Executive Leadership and Management, and Villanova University with Master's Certificates in Information Assurance, Lean Six Sigma, Organizational Leadership and Management, and many more. He currently resides in Temecula, California, and Fort Worth, Texas, has been married to his wife, Michelle, for almost 14 years. He's the father of four. James, welcome to the show. How you doing? Well, it's uh, uh, surprisingly to be on this side uh, of the microphone, but uh, uh, thank you so much. And I see what uh, our uh, guests, uh, I see how they feel when you read their bio. You are outstanding. Thank you. Thank you. So tell the listening audience about your upbringing. Well, you know, just like you mentioned, I was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, I was a seven of ten kids. Uh, to a mother that, uh, had six different fathers or her kids and was never married. And I was always labeled and not, not just me, but, um, I believe that everybody uh, that was growing up with us was labeled that we would never amount to anything. That's one of the Southern terms because, uh, we are, we were stuck in an environment where I tell you, I don't, the success was not guaranteed. Actually, it was, Less than ten percent, I believe. And uh, at the age of, of six, uh, I, uh, my mom, uh, who loved us dearly, uh, she was not able to take care of all of us at the same time. So she identified uh, myself and my brother Jerry, who was a year, a little bit more than a year older than me, and sent uh, me to Alabama to live with my aunt, uncle, and my grandmother. Uh, Graham, Alabama. So uh, that's just uh, uh, a little bit about that. What was it like for you when you first arrived in Alabama and the adjustments you had to make living there? Well, I tell you, uh, I believe that that, uh, I went from nothing uh, because uh, uh, we didn't have anything in in the project to less than nothing that I I had in the project. Uh, And uh, Chattanooga, we had running water. We had a bathroom. Uh, we had f- uh, food. Uh, we had, uh, I mean, all uh, the necessities, uh, heat. When I got to Alabama, you know, first of all, I would, drove down that long road looking at these tall trees, and I was trying to figure out what have I got myself into. And uh, when I got there, and it was a, a two-bedroom uh, house, real small, did not have any running water in it. We had a well. Uh, we had an outdoor uh, toilet, which we call an outhouse. Uh, we had a wood-burning stove, and we had to go outside and catch our own food. So, James, what was the hardest decision you've ever had to make? The hardest decision I ever had to make was uh, leaving Alabama a few years later uh, to uh, return uh, back to Chattanooga. Because uh, I had got accustomed to the lifestyle that I was living in Alabama, even though many would have said that uh, you didn't have anything. But I felt like I was rich because uh, what we did have was love. And so the hardest decision was uh, when I reached a certain age, I I was missing my uh, siblings and I was missing my mother. 
And I uh, told my aunt, uncle, and my grandmother that uh, I wanted to go back to Chattanooga. Okay. So what would you say is the most surprising fact that you've learned about yourself? The most surprising thing that I have learned about myself is, is uh, when adversity comes your way and you feel that there's no way and there's uh, <laughs> uh, there's no way out and that failure is all up on you and that uh, uh, most people would give up. I was the type of person that had conviction that said I would never give up. And even if it took me, took my life, uh, that I had the determination to uh, move forward and just be the best that I could be, regardless of the situation or circumstances. Hey, this is uh, the great wizard behind the curtain, uh, Mr. James Cooley. And I want to know in detail, we might have to get to my second question after the break, in great detail, how did you and Billy Harper become the best of friends? Well, let me tell you, okay, Billy Harper, um, you know, he uh, was at this other junior high school uh, called Lookout. uh, And um, he was a star quarterback there uh, at the Lookout uh, High school. I mean, he's a great football player, and he and he continued to do that. I was slated to be the uh, quarterback uh, of my uh, junior high school, and I, I meant junior high for Billy. Uh, but uh, this school transferred into our school, and uh, he came there. He just stood quarterback and this and that, and I uh, I didn't like him at first. I mean, I was uh like. Ah. I can't believe that they going to bring him in. Like we had a, a coach, Coach Honor, Billy. I know you remember Coach Honor. Uh, that, that, uh, uh, and uh, then uh, Coach Honor left, and we had Coach Tyler. <laughs> and uh, Coach Tyler was a big fan, I mean, because he had you – know, everybody knew about Billy. Uh, and, you know, he – when he was uh, 12, 13, uh, when, you know, when he was in uh, uh, playing Little League football, he was a star. So me and him met. We became friends, and then we found out that we had so much in common. Uh, I believe that we was inseparable. I mean, either he was at my house or I was staying at his house. His mother treated me like I was one of her sons, and uh, she taught us the, the meaning of love. And uh, me and Billy, we ever since then, ever since we was uh, twelve years old, we we've been uh, locked hip and you know we that's so i love him sounds like me and my best friend it was like we were if like as like you were just saying either he was at my house or i was at his and our fam families intertwined and it was nothing but love man oh, but yeah. uh how i really want to actually end this segment i know we got a couple of minutes left james is i've always been fascinated what were the reasons or maybe there was a single reason and at what point did you decide that you wanted to join the united states navy well, uh, uh, funny you asked that because uh, Billy and I, we had made that decision uh, at the end of our junior year. But you guys I, did I mean, together. Well, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it was a twist in it. But uh, we signed up for what we call the Buddy Buddy Program. And, uh, you know, Billy, you know, he had all these scholarships to go to college to play football. But we said, hey, man, let's just, me and you, gonna, we're going to stick together. And so, uh, his senior year in college, um, we even, he and I had both dedicated that we was going in the Navy along with a couple other of my friends, Norman Blevins and, uh, David, uh, Goff, which, uh, we, we miss him. But Billy got an injury that, uh, sidelined that thought and, uh, he did not qualify because he, he Billy will tell you about that one later, but, uh, his knee was, uh, they didn't think he was going to walk. Uh, but he came through all of those things. And, uh, I decided that I was going to go ahead on and keep that promise that I had made. And I entered the United States Navy because I wanted to get away or uh, from Chattanooga because I wanted to have a different path. I thought that I, I could contribute something. Wow. James, can you explain to the listening audience how the Navy caused you to kind of refocus your life? You know, I think that uh, I, I would do that, but I think we got to take a station break. And uh, when we come back, um, I will answer that question. It's your life. I'm James Cool. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 
There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and I'll tell you, it's just a difficult, I guess, uh, being on the other side uh, where uh, I'm asking the questions and uh, and not asking them, but uh, you know, uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 344 I got my great producer, Noah. Noah, am I feeling or am I doing okay? You're doing uh, great, man. And I'm finding lots <laughs> out about you that I did not know. Some of the stuff I did, but this is a lot more in-depth, but you don't got to worry about questions from me because you're going to be put on the spot from Two people that know you pretty well. Spencer Sands and Charles oh. D-Man Gore. You guys oh. are up. Take it away. Oh, oh Spencer and D-Man. How, how are you doing? I'm great. <laughs> and, and, and Spencer, how you doing, man? I'm wonderful, man. I'm wonderful. I can't complain at all. It, D-Man, I'm I... Enjoying I, the conversation. It's, it's it's great, hey Spencer, man. It's always a pleasure hearing your voice, man. You know that. And D, man, I just saw you on TV about thirty minutes ago, sitting behind the scorekeepers of <laughs> 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 oh, the Atlanta Hawks game. <laughs> hey Spencer, why don't you start? Because you called first. Why don't you put JC on the spot and ask him something pretty detailed? You know, once just listen to the call. It's been so interesting. And you know, I'm number seven, also. In a, in a family of eight. And I didn't know me and him had that in common. Plus, we were born the same year. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> but uh, I tell you, I've always sit um, back and, and and just admire Cooley, Billy, and D-Man from, from afar. Uh, like they say, you know, we come from Chattanooga, but it's not as small as most people think. You know, it's almost a million people there. Um, and I, I, I always call it you know, the South City of the Brick, because we had, there's nothing country about it. It's all city, but it's in the South. So, you know, some people take away from that sometimes. But uh, I'm, here to, I'm here to tell you that I am so proud of all three of them. Now, now the question is, cool, I never knew you had any football skills. You know what, man? It turned out that I didn't. <laughs> you know, it, it turned out that uh, you know Billy took them all from him when we became friends. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, and, and you know, I used to watch Hop, you know, play in uh, high school, and uh, he was a, he was a cornerback then. He was a, he, he was a talented, you know, coming meet you meet you head up, try to take your head off cornerback, and. Uh, and uh, I tell you, I heard, and before I ever met D-Man, I heard so much about him from uh, another friend of ours named Anthony Sims. And mm-hmm. I finally met him, and, and he was pretty much to the T what Anthony Sims had described. And I'm I'm here to tell you, man, you know, since you guys, you know, we went to different schools, but since you guys have come into my life, I've actually did nothing but love you guys because you guys are, I mean, you're on par. You always positive. Y'all are good, good fathers, good role models, and 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 it's never expressed. And I'm not here to you know to put it on a a race thing, but I'm just saying that these are three black men 
that I tell you that anybody, if they're black or white, would say that these are great guys. And that's, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much, man. You know, I I tell you, uh, over the last, I guess, uh, 15 years, uh, it's been seven of us, uh, it was eight, that did everything together when we got together. Every year, went uh, D-Man, get us in all the games and all that stuff. And uh, Spence, man, uh, you you my boy. You one of my boys. You already know that. And I love you, man. Thanks so much. Right. Love you too, man. So, D-Man, uh, let's uh, see if we have a question here for JC. Uh-oh. Yeah, JC, can you guys hear me? Loud and clear. So, my question is, and congratulations on your audio book, JC, and I've known you since elementary school when you came back, and I, I'm, I'm always trying to figure out how you got that nickname that we called you early uh, in, in, in elementary school, right? So, uh, and, and in your book kind of defines it, you know, country boy, city boy, so we always called you country, right? So, I, I don't know where that came from, man, but, you know, I, you know, I appreciate you guys and I love you guys, you know I do. Um, and I also like to know, you know, what, how did the Navy influence, you know, your thoughts and your philosophy and, and when did you become, you know, a motivational speaker? Was that in the military, after the military or what, man? Well, I mean, uh, first of all, let me answer the, uh, the country. Uh, when I came back from, uh, Alabama and you guys made fun of me, uh, you guys called me country and. Uh, because I, you know, I came back wearing overalls and checkerboard shirts and all that stuff, type of stuff, and I talked funny. <laughs> and and you guys didn't let me forget about that for a year, uh, a year and a half. And um, I got into fights, and I I used to call you guys city, country, city. <laughs> but uh, I, <laughs> let me answer the question about the Navy, man. Uh, what did the Navy? How did that influence me? Well, first of all. I had never left Chattanooga other than uh, we went uh, on our senior trip to Florida, Orlando, Florida. Uh, and uh, other than that, I, other than going to Alabama, which was two hours away, I never left Chattanooga. And I, uh, I was kind of skeptical about uh, what the world had in store. And, you know, but uh, once I left and I went in the, into the Navy and uh First of all, I almost didn't make it because I couldn't swim. And uh, yeah, they I, only give I'm you, still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> they only give you 14 days, man. I was on the on the 14th day, and I and, and you know, and then uh, they were gonna send me home the next day uh, because I couldn't swim. And just so happened, it was on my birthday. I mean, September 25th, and I was in the in the pool. My last time, I'm trying to stay on top of the water. Uh, and I said, I'm not going to make it. I was getting ready to give up. Then it started raining. I mean, it started raining. They told me, get out. You you pass. Yeah. Uh, from that point, I knew that I could do almost anything if I was able to float for five minutes. And uh, the Navy was so uh, inspirational to me because they gave me an opportunity to uh, see how others were doing things. And I when I was thinking that I, I was not smart enough or did not have the talents, and I was looking at other people that was, came from all over the United States, and I was like, they are no better than me. I mean, and I said, mm-hmm. actually, I think I can be better than that. So uh, uh, the Navy taught me uh, about responsibility, taught me self-confidence, it taught me courage, it taught me to respect others, and everybody was uh your brothers or your sisters, regardless of what, what they came from, what race they are, or what religion they are. Yeah, awesome. That's awesome, man. That's good. I mean, you, Bill, and Spencer, and all the guys, Tom, and all the guys, man, it, it's amazing that we've known each other for all these years, man, and still being able to communicate with each other, man. But I want to pivot just a little bit here and, and, and go off subject and say that I don't know if you had an opportunity to watch that Hawks win tonight, but it was awesome. <laughs> the arena uh, was rocking, man. <laughs> I saw you behind the school, behind the uh, the seats, man. I was, I was, yeah, I watched it. It was a re- remarkable game. Yeah. You, Charles, yeah, Charles, thank you, yeah. thank you for calling into the show and um, supporting the show. And um, 
Go Hawks. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, enjoy. Thank you. James, um, going back into the Navy, did you have any negative encounters, let's say, of racial discrimination in the Navy at, and at, even after you retired from the Navy? Well, um, actually, I did. And that was part of the reason that I was very successful in the Navy. I decided to get out because uh, at one of my uh, duty stations, um, and it is well documented, so I don't I don't care about saying it, but it's well documented that uh, we had a, a commanding officer that uh, um, it was four uh, African-American uh, officers there. And uh, she, she had these ideas about a change in the Navy uh, that is to be ran by uh, this major command ran by females. And so she targeted all of us. And put us in uh, what we call plans, a planning division. And as we officers and we there for our next uh, duty station, and uh, she had forgot about me. I was the OIC at one of her major commands. And uh, she came up to visit one day and she said, oh, you still here? You need to go back there. Long and short of the story is that um, I, I got, I was upset. I was that I was being targeted along with the rest of the officers that did not speak up. So uh, I wrote uh, <laughs> everybody, Rainbow Co Coalition, I did that, Navy, and I, no one would listen to me. Uh, the senior officer said that uh, that I, I uh, talked to, said, you're going to mess up your career. But long and short of the story is I got in touch with this uh, congressman named Harold Ford Jr., which I knew his father and he stepped up and uh, he put in an investigation. Next thing you know, everybody was uh, there. We get major press and uh, you know, they, uh, a lot of people got fired. I mean, everybody. So uh, racial discrimination was the, the outcome and uh, I was moved uh, to DC and um, I was always on eggshells. Uh, there, but I was still progressing up the up the chain. But I felt that it was time for me to go because, uh, you know, it, it was always going to be a target behind on my back. And so, uh, yes, that's uh, that's what it is, and it's well documented, and uh, that's what I'm writing my next book on, and we'll talk about that one later. So, James, um, what are your top five values? Okay, I call them birthrights, Billy. Uh, the top five things that I believe in, uh, which I call birthrights, are confidence, courage, hope, belief, most importantly, faith. Again, that's confidence, courage, hope, belief, most importantly, faith. I truly believe that those are birthrights, and I believe that if you live by those things and if you really uh, give all you can to excel and just be honest and truthful to yourself and be honest and respectful to others that uh, it's just going to show it's going to shine. Well, well, tell us, how, how do you push through your hardest times? Well, uh, I tell you, Billy, uh, uh, we all going to have issues and, and we all going to have problems. Uh, man, that's what life is about. Uh, but mainly, I believe that long as you believe that it's not all about you and that there's a high power and there's a light, there's good in everything that you do. We always look for the positive side of everything that you can overcome anything. You know, so if we think about the negative side of everything, we're going to we always going to be on the negative side. So but um, we got to take a station break, Billy. But that was a tremendous question. And we're going to come back and continue to let my buddies and my friends and everybody drill me. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we are offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And wow, you know what? Uh, I'm actually having fun. I mean, I'm having fun uh, uh, with the questions that... uh, uh, that's being asked of me because uh, this is me. So uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Well, I am glad you are having fun. You might not be having fun after this next question, James, because I know you like to throw a curveball to your guests most of the time. So now it's my turn, and I'm going to do this in the way that you're that you're not used to. So if you were to be able to talk to a James Cooley. You know, we're very excited. You got your audio book out there. That's a great venture. Uh, you know, that's the that's the next step to the Country Boy, City Boy book that you wrote. But if you could talk to a James Cooley 10 years from now, what would you hope that he would tell you about some of the experiences that you're going to take on as a part of life between now and then? Wow, man. Uh, that is a serious curveball, my friend. That's a serious one. But uh, I believe... And I'm just hoping that God keeps me around another time. Oh, he will. Years. He's got you. And uh, I, I would say stay grounded. First of all, stay grounded, stay focused, and continue to grow. Growing is the most important things. And continue to teach the word of love. And continue to be the example uh, that you have already been in all other things that you have went through. Continue to, to do that. Continue to encourage and always focus on the next generation, uh, ensuring that they have the necessary tools and skill sets to be our future leaders of tomorrow. So you just have to focus on all of these things and don't let the I and the me and the my take over from ensuring that we talk about the we, the us and the ours. It's really easy to get caught up in those me's and I's and, you know, just have to have a daily reset, which you do so well. And you and you talk about it and you preach it and you encourage me and you encourage others. But if you just reset yourself every day, it's easy to make sure you're putting others first. You have to put others first because uh, uh, we are all one and we all have someone to answer to and we need to encourage others. Good answer, my friend. Thank you. Well, now, actually, it's time because we have another caller I think you know quite well. We have Frank calling from Temecula. Frank, hey, how you doing, my friend? How are you, JC? Uh, I'm good. Listen, I just wanted to say, first of all, thank you for your service. Obviously, um, you just felt it was a calling for you and then you went out. But not having been in the service, but having been around service individuals, my son-in-law, my 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 sister, I know the sacrifices that you guys make has made it so I didn't have to do that. So thank you for that. Thank you. So 
So I, I wanted to ask a question, and it's going to be a two-part, but I'll just start off initially. So I have my my son-in-law, uh, one of my son-in-laws, Wes, and he's been striving very diligently to, uh, you know, start his career, his professional career, which was in real estate. And yeah, uh, my we come. I have a very mixed family. I'm Pacific Islander. My 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 one of my daughters are. My my son-in-law is African American, and we have a brand. He they have a brand new baby, who's mixed, and he wants to go into real estate, and he wants to um, uh, work uh, for a, a black-owned company so he can service the community. And I, I would want to know what advice you would give individuals like himself, because they are a different generation. The, the, the entire culture is different today than it was 15 years ago. And uh, so they run into, uh, um, in some ways, significantly different barriers than, than we had to go through when we were growing up. And I want to know what she would say to him. I'm not well, hoping he's listening. Uh, well, uh, this is this is what I mean. You know, I'm going I'm to speak from the heart. And uh, I understand, uh, obviously, or at least I think he's just getting into the the film. I don't know uh, what the status is. Have, have you been doing it for a while? Or he just now. Yeah, he, just, he just passed it. He just passed his exam. My, my recommendation to him is I understand that uh, he wants to work for an African-American company. But first of all, I believe that you got to lock in on understanding your your career field first. I mean, regardless who, I mean, black, white, pink, gold, or purple, you have to lock in on on getting an understanding of what you're doing before you try to choose who you want to work for. Uh, because uh, that uh, experience and those valuable lessons that you learn, uh, it, it, it takes a while for a, a person to come into a career field and say, Hey, I want to do this and I want to do that. And you haven't been doing it. You got to first learn what you are, you thinking about doing. And you have to learn from people that's going to teach you and that's going to influence you. And that's going to show you the right way. And after you get the experience and you get the understanding and you know what you're doing, uh, then if that's what your goals are, then you pursue those things. But first of all, before you are able to run, <laughs> you got to walk before you're able to walk. You got to crawl. So my yeah. my my uh, recommendation to him is learn your career field before you start choosing uh, what you want to do. You can always do those things once you get the uh, skill sets. That's good. So uh, do I have a moment to ask the second part of the question? If um, I do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. Um, about a minute or so. Okay. Yes. Just cut me off if you need to. Um, so the other part of the question is, so my daughter, you know, I have mixed children and grandchildren and um, they're running into this, 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 this society that is overly sensitive today. And how would you tell them to handle it? Because uh, she's very, uh, my daughter Frankie's very sensitive about it because her daughter is is of mixed race. So how do you tell the kids today to handle what's happening? Do They're they going get to, confrontational or do they just wait? What do they do? Me, me, me personally, I would not get confrontational because you're always going to run across issues and concerns. Uh, what I would do with Breathe, I would sit back and listen first before you react most people react and they say things and they do things and find themselves in a deeper trouble. I, I believe that and I have learned to sit back regardless of what the situation or circumstance or what anybody might say to you is process those thoughts first before you respond. Because if you respond at the spare second of a moment, 95% of the time you're going to make the wrong decision. And, and once you make uh, a decision like that, you can't take it back. So I, I say calm, relax, listen before you respond. Thank Casey, you. Frank. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you. For, great, thank you so much. Great Frank. answer. Thank you. James, uh, I have a two-part question. Um, tell us why you started the J.C. Cooley Foundation and also what the vision is for that, as well as the vision is for the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. Well, uh, those are 
Totally great questions. And uh, the reason I started the, the JC Cooley Fund, actually, it's called Options Opportunities slash the Choice Program. Uh, and uh, the, the big umbrella is the JC Cooley Foundation. I started that because um, I know that growing up and the things that I went through and uh, not uh, having the identity of myself and not having the confidence and courage and not having a father figure around or a male male role model that uh, sometimes we can get confused and we make bad decisions and we go in the wrong direction or path. And uh, I went through uh, a lot of experiences where I made some mistakes. And I know that uh, kids that might be in the same situation that I was in are probably thinking that there's no hope. And so uh, I started that uh, program to help guide uh, our youth. Now, uh, forward to J.C. Cooley, uh, for the James Cooley show, uh, that, that's uh, that's gonna take a little bit more time than I have, but um, I was just fortunate uh, to uh, have uh, people that believe in me. And initially, they gave me a a, a record pre-recorded show, and over a period of time, they saw uh, that I could probably be on a much higher level, and they gave me a prime time slot and. Uh, I'm just so thankful, but uh, my vision for these things is to make sure that we bring love, happiness, and guidance and leadership, and that we encourage our folks to lift each other up and to always uh, respect others, and so that's the title, and that's what the program is about, and I want to grow this as big as possible, get in as many markets as possible, and that's what uh, my vision is for both. Well, Gene? Thank you. This is, um, you're very motivated. You're very determined to make the world a better place, James. Um, we would like to thank you for being a guest on your own show. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of tough. And Noah, I'm going to get you, man. <laughs> I know. My time is due. My time will come. You know, so uh, how much time we got, Noah? So uh, oh, you got a minute it. before we have to wrap up. So, you, you, you know, so closing, uh, closing thoughts, if you want. Okay. So I want to thank, uh, uh, Michelle and Billy, uh, and of course, you know, if, uh, you're more than putting, welcome putting all these things together. I want to thank our callers for calling in. I want to thank our listening audience uh, for taking the time to uh, uh, listen to us on, on Monday through Friday. Uh, and uh, I want to thank uh, everybody and uh, Spencer, D-Man, uh, Norman, and a lot of my buddies that didn't call in. Uh, but uh this has been an absolute pleasure, and it went uh, a little better than I, what I thought it was. We got As you always say, I think we're going to have to invite you back for a part two, James. <laughs> and I, I look forward to it, man. So uh, I tell you, uh, stay tuned. We got some great shows coming your way. I'm going to be in Atlanta studios in about a week and a half, and, and we're going to take this all across the country. And uh, I tell you, I want everybody to have a wonderful, wonderful long weekend, Memorial Day weekend. I'll be back Tuesday. Well, I'm, I'm there Monday, <laughs> uh, but uh, live Tuesday. So I see everybody back Tuesday. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.